0: My name is Bia Chiang and my cookbook is Senegal and Recipes from the South to the world.
1: So how does the location of Senegal affect the cuisine?
0: Oh, in so many ways. Well even if affected by the environment always. In the case of Senegal, we are located on the west coast of Africa, so we're bordering the Atlantic Ocean. So there's a lot of seafood in our menu on a, regular, on a daily basis. Actually, in Senegal is seafood uh, nationally. And garlic, and, you know, it's very pungent with a uh, fermented conch. And the fish is cooked in a rice, in a rice broth before uh, being served with vegetables. Actually, the rice is cooked in the tomato sauce. So one of the influences is food. Another mm-hmm. influence is Senegal, it's south of the Sahara Desert, So it's a dry area in mm-hmm. the northern part of Senegal, and the southern part is much more tropical and lush. So depending on where you're located in the north or the south, the, the food of changes. Senegal is located at the most western coast, which makes it the entrance of Africa. So in history, that was the place where most of the colonial past European countries arrived first before entering Africa. The Portuguese came through Senegal, the French came through Senegal, the Dutch came through Senegal, the English came through Senegal to the and each of those countries also brought influences in our cuisine.
1: Speaking of influences, it's really interesting to me that Chebu Jem, the national dish of Senegal, is made with broken rice and not phonio. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Well, that's a very good question. Because broken rice, one we use for our national dish, is not even produced in Senegalese. Exported it comes from Southeast Asia, and this also starts because of the, our colonial past. We were colonized by French in Senegal, and the same French also colonized Andorine, which became Vietnam and instead of the farmers uh, uh, growing grains like fonio or millet, which was our traditional grain, they started importing the rice, so they imported rice that was the the processed rice, the, 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 the leftovers from Indochina. So Indochina which was part of the French Empire started to send broken rice to Senegalese and the Senegalese embraced that broken rice, which is really a substandard rice because that's the fried rice that's over processed and that's usually what they tend to to, to feed the the animals in Vietnam. And that was the one that the French brought to Senegal, and the Senegalese embraced it. And the national dish became uh, the, the 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 main grain for the national dish became this broken rice.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about the ancient grain fonio?
0: Um, yes, fonio is probably I call it Africa's best kept secret. It was it's been cultivated for over five thousand years, so it could be it could be the oldest cultivated grain in Africa.
1: Wow. And.
0: Uh, Yes, indeed. And if, the, the amazing thing about this grain is it's a gluten free grain. It's a grain that's considered a super grain now, a superfood, because it's rich in protein, it's rich in vitamins. And uh, it used to be widespread before colonial time. Ponyo was, even uh, archaeologists found, found phonyo in, in burial ground in ancient Egypt. So it was a grain that was widespread around Africa. And now it's only limited to. West Africa countries like Nigeria Senegal Mali Guinea lots of fonio in Guinea and uh, so that's where you find fonio now it's also one of the fastest growing grain in the world so you can have like four five different seasons of fonio in a year wow so it's a grain that's a, yeah it's, a, it's an amazing grain and it's the most important thing for us it's delicious in, in, in Senegal it's a, in Senegal in West Africa it's a grain that was uh, that, that that served to 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 uh, to royalty. That was the grain that you'd save for your most important guest, you know, because of its uh, its amazing flavor and texture. You know, it looks like the grains of sand when you look at fonio. It's tiny little grain, but um, you know, it, it expands in an amazing way. For one cup of fonio, if you cook one cup of fonio, you cook one cup of water, and you have like the equivalent of four cups of cooked fonio. So it's a generous grain. It's a you know, they call it uh, the answer to world hunger. It's been, been believed to be the answer to world hunger by, by nutritionists.
1: Can we find it in the U.S. anywhere?
0: Yes, you can find it, actually, if you're lucky to live in places like New York. Big cities, they have African markets. Online, you can find it in the U.S., anywhere in the world. Amazon is selling it online.
1: Can you talk about how important fermentation is to Senegalese cuisine? You
0: know, we, we ferment everything. We ferment this locust bean called uh, nepetu, you know, that's not only us, in all over West Africa, in Nigeria, they call it dawa, dawa, or yuhu, you know, uh, Tumbala in Mali, or Guinea. So, so, that's a locust bean that we, we, we ferment, and it's used to, to in the sources, it's used as seasoning, it's used in spread. You know, we also ferment conch, which is on the on seafood, you know, seafood name. Yes. That is, yeah, we, we ferment it, with, uh one of my favorite to bring a certain intensity to your to your stew or to your sauces when you make when you add fermented conchiness with ferment fish. You know, you we really it's really part of it, you know, you have to expect that fermented flavour when you eat uh, Senegalese.
1: What's your favorite fermented wine?
0: My favorite fermented wine is probably the local Senegalese wine, that's called palm wine. That's only that you'd only see in the south of Senegal because it's more lush. So that's where palm trees grow, and that's uh, that's made from the sap of the of the palm
1: tree. Growing up, did you ever think food could be a career?
0: No, no, it was never an option for me because, um, you know, the kitchen belonged to women. Mm-hmm. The kitchen was the kingdom of women in Senegal in in Ottawa.
1: Now, what is the symbolism of the bowl? You mentioned people sitting around the bowl as opposed to a plate.
0: The bowl is united. The bowl is in a way that the place don't to. Eating around the ball with people is seen as a sign of love. Traditionally, we eat with our hand. not we eat with our right hand. There's a whole symbol behind it. You eat with your right hand because that's the hand that you use to it so that you some information about the food that you're about to eat before you eat it. You're already eating it with your, with, with your mind because of that uh, connection with your, with your hand. But also, the ball is like symbolizing in Senegal the most important value, the teranga. We call it teranga. And teranga uh, translates directly for hospitality, but it's not the right, the right word for that. Teranga is the, the, the way you treat the other. We know, we, we know in Senegal that we receive blessings when we invite people to share our food. We also believe that the food, your bowl, will always be plentiful when you share with people. It doesn't diminish, it gets more plentiful.
1: That's really lovely. I feel like we could have world peace if everyone had charanga.
0: Yes, indeed. indeed. I agree with that. I think food is the, is the medium that, that we overlook and could be the answer to that.
1: There's nothing I love more than street food. So I made your recipe for crystallized peanuts. Oh! It's so citrusy, and then you get the kick of the cayenne, and then you get the sweetness. Uh So you can find those around Dakar. Yeah,
0: yeah, actually, you can find a version of it. You know, some of the recipes that I have in the book, uh, my own tweak, you know, not all of them, but not of them, because as you see in the title, Modern recipes from the first to the post. So the are the modern recipes, not all, the, not all of them are the traditional ones. So I gave my own tweak. I also wanted the book to be, you know, written, read, read, by by Senegalese as well.
1: I'm really excited so, for this. your special uh, menu tomorrow night at Por Sena here in New York City.
0: All right. I get to see you.
1: Yes. I can't wait to eat some Chebu Jam.
0: Uh, so happy. So happy. I'll make sure I come out and say hey.
1: So, where can we find you on the web?
0: Uh, Pierre Jam, dot com. Uh, also have a Facebook page, Chef Pierre, Jam, Pierre Jam.
1: Great. Thanks, Pierre, for coming on Cookery by the Book podcast.
0: Thank you, Julie, for inviting me.